Hey everyone, I'm David Finns, and on this episode of the Cyber Insurance Imperative, we're going to take a look at a recent ruling by a federal appeals court which should concern every employer. In the case of Clemens v. Execufarm, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit, which covers New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware, held that current and former employees of the defendant had standing to bring tort and contract claims in the form of a potential class action against the company over the risk of identity theft or fraud following a breach of the defendant's database where employee information was published on the dark web. The court determined that under certain circumstances, the publication of private facts can constitute an injury in fact, and it would be unfair to require the plaintiffs to wait until they suffered actual harm to file suit. Now there are some facts specific to this case that are worth noting. Like employees of many companies, the plaintiffs were required to provide their employer with sensitive personal and financial information as a condition of their employment. Their employment agreement stated that the company would, quote, take appropriate measures to protect the confidentiality and security of this information, end quote. Now, that's something that the plaintiffs are alleging that the defendant failed to do. The company ultimately ended up being hacked and the employee information was held for ransom. It's not clear whether the ransom was paid. Regardless, that personal information ended up on the dark web. In response, the lead plaintiff here took some steps to protect herself. For starters, she reviewed her financial records, placed fraud alerts on her credit reports, and transferred her savings to a new bank. She enrolled in a complimentary one year of credit monitoring offered by the defendant, then paid for additional credit monitoring services out of pocket. The trial court had ruled that it was constrained by a prior holding of the Third Circuit Court of Appeals, suggesting that the increased risk of identity theft following a data breach was insufficient to establish standing to sue. However, on appeal, the Third Circuit either clarified its prior holding or admonished the lower court for misinterpreting it, depending on your perspective. Drawing upon a Supreme Court opinion that held that an injury in fact must be actual or imminent, the appeals court hung its hat on the word or and concluded that the plaintiffs had made out allegations that the harm was in fact imminent. In particular, the appellate court honed in on the disclosure of dates of birth and social security numbers, which in the court's words, generally stay with us for life, as well as the fact that personal information in question had already been published on the dark web. The court further stated that the substantial risk of harm presented by these facts was sufficient to establish an injury in fact. So what does this mean for businesses? Well, for one thing, the HR departments need to understand that the assurances that they give job applicants and new hires aren't just fluff. They create a duty to safeguard the sensitive information that employers collect. In the words of the court, and I quote, Failure to satisfy this duty could leave employer networks vulnerable to a data breach, subjecting data breach victims to a unique kind of harm, the perpetual risk of identity theft or fraud, necessitating the investment of time and money to hopefully mitigate that risk. Now, if you need help crafting a data privacy policy that can withstand this increased scrutiny, Alliant can put you in touch with qualified attorneys at several firms whom you can vet for yourself. So please don't hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on LinkedIn or email me at david.fins at alliant.com. Additionally, check your cyber policy to make sure that any exclusions for employment practice violations contain appropriate carve-backs for otherwise covered 
privacy breaches. And don't count on your employment practices liability policy to provide coverage for such matters. EPL policies do pick up claims of employee defamation, but they're not really designed to pick up inadvertent disclosures, and they don't connect you with the vast network of service providers available under a cyber policy. Now please note, this is intended as general information and guidance, and you'll want to consult with a qualified insurance broker about your specific coverage needs. Keeping you up to date on the fast-moving legal developments in the world of cyber is just one more way that Alliant helps you find the more rewarding way to manage risk. Thanks for listening. Thank you.